Hi, everybody. This is good old JR Jim Ross. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Ringside Podcast. You got it? It's free. Get it. Love it. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Sitting at Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. With Daniel Spencer. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Jeremy Wallman. I'm the best in the world at what I do. And Justin Kruger. Your arms are just too short to box with God. And now let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. Today, guys, we I don't I'm not not joined by our normal JK and and Jeremy. Not looks. I know you're excited about that. I get that. Uh, trust me, me too. Because who I'm with now is some of the greatest up and coming indie stars of the local Southern Indiana area. And uh, guys, let's introduce yourself. Who do we got here? All right, uh, I'm the Patriarch Gogo. The Patriarch Gogo. I am the current reigning EWE Immortal Champion, the Josh Ritchie. And I am from the 502 to the 812, Joshy Boy. Look at that. Joshy Boy. I mean, I mean, look, you, I've, I've, now, I've had the privilege of working with you, a refereeing, obviously, actually, and, and you too. Uh, but, but I mean, it's just, uh, you know, you've, you get around, man. You get around, you get, you wrestle in a lot of these organizations, a lot of these places. Yeah. I mean, I'm just fortunate enough to, you know, be able to go out there and do what I love, and that's entertaining people. I mean, it's, I mean, by the grace of God, you know, has really looked out for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, how long y'all all been in the business a little bit here? I've been, Almost a year. Uh, almost a year. Yeah, I, th- I thought. I mean, y'all seem for for being a year. I mean, it's amazing to see what y'all do, learning and growing and, and stuff like that too. Yeah, it's like I've been in the business for it's been almost about a little over two years now, if I if I remember correctly, because I started training over at UWA with Apollo Showtime Garvin and Van Van Martin, I think was, was there. We trained there for a little bit until they shut down, and when they did, I went over the Grindhouse Part Wrestling, and I've been there ever since, and and I've gotten really good thanks to Grindhouse. Yeah, Grindhouse is a great, great organization, great program. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm coming on about four years now, actually. Okay. Okay, and and so now, Josh, you also, and you're going to name Josh Ritchie, but you also go into some other names as well and other organizations we've seen you at, right? Uh, yeah, um, I wrestle at, but I debut at Lexington sometimes. I wrestle there as Hardcore Janitor, and I was wrestling Hardcore Janitor up at um, Grindhouse until I... Decided to join Capitapakega, the frat house of Grindhouse, and now I'm known as Rich Dolmage. There you go. Okay, well, look at that. Um, it's uh, <laughs> a lot, a lot of a uh, lot, lot of thing. I mean, it's amazing how much the indie scene has come about here lately, especially. I mean, you had shows like All In. Um, you had, you know, and then you just have other big shows. I mean, of course, ROH is doing well, although they're not really considered indie, but yet they are. You know what I mean? But um, it's just the, the to me the indies are coming back, and it's um, it's amazing to see excitement and and fan, and wrestlers even going out there doing shows when there's only twenty people in the stands, but then you know that's going to turn into a hundred people and fifty pe- and five hundred people and, th- and so on and so forth. Um, so um, 
training wise now where did you all like train under so far or I'm, you're still training don't get me wrong but where did you all get your start at well it's like like i said i started up at uwa until they shut down and since then i've been at grand house pro wrestling i've been training under um Rudy Switchblade and Raul Amada and Tuzef Tony and and they've helped me out a lot yeah. since I went over to Grindhouse and but they're good guys too. Yeah, good guys. really, really good people. Yeah. Really good trainers. Really good wrestlers. Yeah, I, you know, I got my big break at Grindhouse. You know, it's always been right there, been home for me. You know, if that's something you're really looking for in life is to be a pro wrestler, don't don't pass up Grindhouse Pro Wrestling Academy. I mean, it's top of the line. We're all there. Everybody's there. Great training. Been all over the world. You really get your bang for your buck there. And that's uh, located in southern Indiana, Jeffersonville, Indiana, right? Right, yeah, 1416 so. Spring Street, Jeffersonville, Indiana. Yeah, and what I love about that place is called the Arena. I know you're going to be talking about the upcoming show there here soon, but I love what I love about that place is that there's so much uh, more, or so much so much wrestling goes on there, not just one organization. They open up the, the house for a lot of other organizations, which is great for the business. I mean, it really is. Yeah, competition is competition. We, uh, they all want to be better than the other, but that's what makes it healthy. I mean, we all talk about on this show, WWE was the best when it was WWF going against WCW. I mean, yeah, give me, don't get me wrong, it's great now, and they, they've, they've got a lot of... They have they they don't have one competition now. They got like fifty now anymore. But it's um, that's when it was at its best. And so seeing others like that and local and sharing that arena and doing this stuff, I think it helps everybody become better and want to be better. You know, uh, so I, I like that a lot. Um, so guys, we got the show coming up. It's October twentieth, Saturday night, October twentieth. It's at the arena. It's called Nightmare on Spring Street. Um, you can't call it Nightmare on Elm Street because, first of all, it's not Elm Street, and second of all, it's copyrighted. But you can call it Nightmare on Spring Street. Uh, one of the other six is that the is that the the headline for it or the uh, yeah, subtitle? Yeah, because like I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you why it's called that because okay. we had the name picked out for it. We were about to announce it, but then I I work at Grindhouse and I found out that oh shoot, their their, their show is also called a Nightmare on Spring Street, and I don't really want that. So I went to the boss and talked and said, Hey, mine's got the same thing. What do you want to do? And we decided to just play off each other, and they decided to call them. They were going to answer this that day before ours. I was like, okay, you call it this, and I'll call mine that. And they called themselves A Nightmare on Spring Street, The Search for the Other Six. And I decided uh, to call mine A Nightmare on Spring Street, One of the Other Six. All right. So we all right. play off like each it. other. So we can... <clears throat> now, this organization is, is Epic, uh, Epic Wrestling, right? Epic Wrestling Entertainment it, or yeah. EWE. EWE, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the, you said Grindhouse was the one that had their show too. So, But this is this is strictly just uh, just EWE, EWE show, right? Yeah, and the, okay. the only thing similar to me and Grindhouse that I'm right now between our shows is the name. That's pretty much only to us. Some other than that, it's two, diff- two whole different worlds. Some uh-huh. of us are in both, but it's pretty much just two whole different worlds. Yeah. What are some of the uh, key matches? I know there ain't many, many announcements more coming. What are some of the key matches or key names or people going to be there that we can see? Well, it's like, well, right now, I, we, that was just announced today, is um, I'll, I'm actually the reigning immortal champion, and I'll be defending my title against Josh Boy, who is sitting right next to me right now. What? Hold on. You're going to be taking it. Hold on, guys. Yes. Gogo's in the middle. Gogo's in the middle. Thank you, Gogo, for being in the middle. So you're going against, okay, I, I just, um, uh, be, look, this is my house. We're in my studio right now, so please be careful. 
Let's not get all crazy. Let's save it for the 20th. No, don't worry. We, just, we, we both respect each other, so we decided to just leave all the violence for the 20th. Well, like, he would have taken it right now, but I don't have my title on me right now. So Yeah, it's, so, not, like the, it's not like the old hardcore title in WWF where no. you could... Sadly, it's not 24-7. Yeah, 20, right, exactly. It, 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 it would be a whole lot of fun, though. Yeah, it probably would be. It probably would be. <laughs> so, um, all right. So you got okay. So y'all go, uh, now. Um, what, who are the, some of the other names I saw? Uh, you got JMO, we friend of the show, yeah, and JMO, uh, JMO will definitely be there. So will BW three. Um, one of the matches announced is um, Drew Dillinger, the big old four hundred pound scary looking wrestler, is going against. Not to be confused with Todd Dillinger, but yes. And, well, Drew's a bit bigger than him. Um, <laughs> yeah. and we got a lot bigger, four hundred pounds bigger than, and he's facing. The, so if he's bigger than him, would that be making the perfect twenty? Right. Probably forty. Probably forty. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going against uh, Jack Black. Okay. And Jack Black's wrestling for us, and they're going to go against each other in a street fight because because Jack Black cannot make our last show because he was attacked before the show could happen. And I saw that. Yeah. I saw that on and, on Facebook. And he, he said that when the people looked around, like four hundred looked really big, like a four hundred pound guy. And coincidentally, Drew Dillinger is also like four hundred uh, pound guy. That's it. So I mean, you know, yeah. Jack Black, he's he's uh, well known in this area in the OVW uh, under the Bowling Services. A shout out to my boy Kenny Bowling. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's it's um, it's pretty amazing uh, what he's done in his career. And, and when I look at him now, it's like, man, what how much weight has he lost? Like, it's just amazing for what lot. he used to how he looks. To, it was two completely different guys. Like, it don't look like the same. It almost looks like the guy now. Was definitely like inside of that other guy somewhere, <laughs> you know. It's like he just came out. He came out of the, his shell or came out of his uh, suit, like you know. It kind of like it kinda looks like it, or you know. The good thing is it, it, it's not the whole fat bastard thing where like you know he's got like the whole skin. Like it, it, that didn't happen. So thank goodness for that because we don't want no neck vaginas. But at least uh, you know. Uh, at least, but uh, but uh, shout out to Jack for all the work he's done and, and oh, keep yeah. the weight off for sure. Um, so yeah, so I see uh, you got uh, you got pa- Papa Jay is going to be there. Yeah, Papa Jay is going to be there. So are some other guys. Um, again, my memory is real bad. So I'm gonna think off the top of my head here. Um, I know the amazing Pookie is going to be there. Yeah, I know Fiji Wildman is going to be there. Dynamite um, Derek. Dynamite Derek. Yeah, he's going to yeah. be there. You got uh, Jason Saint. Yeah, and the main event is actually going to be Matt Atreya with Jason Saint versus Joe Tricker Travis in a three stages of hell match. Because right now they're both world champions and. We can't really have that, so we're going to merge the two world titles in a three stages of hell match. So, what's the three stages of hell match? How does that go? It's kind of like a two out of three falls match. Um, it's like they you go in one match, and it's usually a normal match. And if you get the win on that, you go on to the next one. And if you get the and if you get the win on that, if you get two wins in a row, you win. I got you. Okay, okay. And so, but but this one's like a stipulation. One, the first one's going to be a normal match. The second match is going to be a submission match. And the third one, if they make it that far, is going to be a last man standing match. Okay. If they make it that far. If but, they make it that far. It's a big if. I mean, I like Joe, but Matt Atreya... His chances are getting pretty slim. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, it's, that's who you're talking about, correct? <clears throat> that's, that's funny y'all can say that about Joe while he's not right here. But Joe was here. You know, I feel like that'd be a different story. You know, I, I like Joe. I love Joe. He's done really good. He he won the Epic Rumble back in August to win the title in the first place, and he had an awesome match against Mickey Midas at our show in September. 
But this is Matt Atreya. He beat Akira and Sweet Chocolate, and, and at the same time, in a triple threat match to win the heavyweight title. But and this is this is this is a wrestling podcast. I don't care if Joe's here or not. You can say whatever the hell you want about Joe. It just brings for good entertainment. So if you I mean, you know, I, like, I like Joe. I respect Joe. I think Joe's awesome at what he does. He's been an awesome champion so far. But this the version of World Titles. This is a big moment for EWE, and I like Joe. But I just don't see him coming out of this, man. I love him to death, but I don't see him coming out of this. You have something to say, Josh? He might give me these looks, hey, Josh. He's giving his look. Go ahead, man. No, say on, say what you want to say. Don't, no, there's no filter here either, by the way. Here's what it is. You know, Joe has been EWE champion. How many times? Mm, I forget. I remember you shot. You know this. Okay. Well, I'm just saying he has been the one who's helped this company. What makes you think, honestly, he's not going to make it out of this three stages of hell match? I mean, like, Matt Atreya has a history of being pretty freaking violent. Well, let me stop you right there, because how do you know Joe Trigger Travis doesn't have that same history? Because Joe helped me bring up EWE. Like, I'm going to give you all a little bit of backstory on EWE here. EWE actually started in a backyard. We, we were a backyard company when we first started, and we got a lot of shit for when we first started, but those people who trash-talked us about EWE helped, helped motivate us to bring it better, and Joe was with us during that time. He was with me in the beginning. He helped me bring EWE to what it is now, and I like, he has. So how long? When, when did this start in the backyard wrestling? Um, what was it? Twenty sixteen. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I mean, I've done backyard wrestling, but it was like in nineteen ninety nine. I didn't know yeah. it still existed today. Oh, yeah, so I'm pretty impressed that that y'all were still doing that. Like just yeah. recently, it was <clears throat> like late twenty sixteen. We started doing that, and we had our first live show November twenty seventeen, and we had our first live show then. And we were still doing backyard at the time, which was insane. Yeah, we had like sixty people at our first show. Then next time we get bigger and bigger and bigger. And our last show we had in September, one hundred and fifty plus people were in attendance. Wow, for backyard wrestling show? Yeah, we actually stopped doing backyard like several, like almost like six eight months ago. But like, I'm blown away. That, that's impressive. That's yeah. impressive numbers. Yeah, and Joe was with me every single step of the way. And I know Joe, and I know he can get serious when the time comes to it. But. This is Matt Atreya we're talking about here. He's been in the business. Matt Atreya's been this for a long time. And not to mention he has Jason Saint in this corner. Jason Saint can get violent too if need be. And this is the three I'm, stages I'm, of hell. I'm going to tell you what. Jay, Jason Saint's kind of like the local kind of like the, the Heyman or, I mean, you're going to have him in your corner. You, you have a pretty good advocate yeah, right exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. It's like <clears throat> just having Jason Saint in Matt Atreya's corner brings his chances up astronomically here. And I love Joe. And he's been with me every step of the way. But... It's Matt Atreya, and, and if, if Joe somehow makes it to a last-minute stadium match, it's going to be even worse for him. So what about, uh, I see there's a street fight to take place, right, too? Yeah, that's between Jack Black and Drew Dillinger. Okay, okay, I think you brought that up. And then you have the championship match, and who was it, who's the championship match again? again? Uh, me and Josh, who's sitting right here, he's not running his mouth against me right now. He's 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 being he's being he's being calm he's being you know collect calm and collected he's like I, he realizes where he's not it's not I gotta give him respect he's realize he's in my house he's like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take it I'm gonna wait till the twentieth yeah yeah I'm trying to take it easy because I, I see your awesome action figures and yeah. my rest of my, I don't want to damage that because exactly no myself. no don't. I'm not gonna do that to you. So. My Chris, my Chris Jericho, Fozzie stuff. Yeah, oh, don't yeah. don't mess with that, that, that either. That was awesome. And <laughs> maybe as soon as we get off the property, maybe then we'll do something. Oh, uh, all right. Well, hey, you know, it is what it is. We'll you got something to say? Go ahead, say, Joe. I have I have a lot to say. I mean, so I hope you all have time. Oh, we have plenty of time. I know the twentieth last month, you schemed by the entire match 
what caused you to win that match? Please let the people know what caused you to win that match. Since you don't want to talk to people, I guess I'll do it too. Since I'm, since I'm a man of the people. All right. Um, it was, the main event of the last show was a Fatal 4 match. It was to debut the Immortal title. It was between me, Joshy Boy, Mr. Simon Tony Dynamite, and Papa J. And it was a pretty good match. It was real back and forth. And when, oh, Gogo was at ringside too. Hey, Gogo, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, you're at ringside. Along with the Gilpinator, who's been yeah. debuted us recently. He's been doing real well. Um, anyway, the, as the match went on, Joshua hit this sick springboard spinning stunner on the Papa J, laying him out. As, and as I was coming in, the blind side of him, he turns around, bang, super kick, and I land on Papa J. And Joshua turns around. And, and he didn't know I was on Baba J for a cover, and I didn't even know one, two, three, I went out of nowhere. And like I said, a win's a win, and I'll take that win. And even though one expected it, it was. I, I was happy holding up that immortal title with pride. And um, I don't know this, but I was one to ask for the match with you because I know at the show in August, I mean, you had a match and you won. And then the general manager, Eddie Caster, decided to. Just take away the Twitter and Instagram titles and just make a new one right out of nowhere. And I know that kind of got to you. So I decided to just give you this shot because I know you deserve it. And you're really good at what you do. And that's why I'm going to give you this match. So now you're going to keep running your mouth or you're going to be respectful? Well, like I said, I mean, before, I appreciate everything that you said. I appreciate everything that you have done for me. But just know... On the 20th, there will be a new Immortal Champion. I guess we'll see then. I guess we'll see. But like I said, I won that title out of nowhere, and I'm planning on hanging on to it for a long time. So keep on trying what you want. I'm, I'm, you've already got me excited about the show. Uh, let's talk more about the show real quick as far as uh, overall, because I, I want I want people, I'm on butts in these seats. I'm sure you do too. Oh, it's yeah. on October the 20th at 7 p.m. bell time. Uh, on 1416 Spring Street. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. That's the arena's address. Yeah, the arena's address in Jeffersonville, Indiana. I mean, guys, for this event, I mean, like, you can't get uh, th- a g- this much good wrestling at this price. It's literally, guys, it's literally only $10 at the door. But you could save $2 by getting them in advance. Now, how can they get them in advance? On the Facebook page? Well, it's like we're trying to get tickets online because we had some problems with that. But we, our wrestlers have some physical tickets. You can just like come to one of the wrestlers and we got tickets. Okay. Like I have tickets. Gogo has tickets. Josh Boy has tickets. A bunch of people on our show have tickets. Okay. Get tickets to that way. or But easily, I'm sure they can reach out to somebody through the if they're yeah. looking up on Facebook. Go to the, go to the uh, Epic Wrestling um, Entertainment um, uh, Facebook page like that anyways and then there you can find the wrestlers and link and link to there and, and send a yeah, message yeah, and get message one of us saying hey I want to take it for the show on October 20th and, and we'll find some way to get it to you yeah hey save two bucks it, it's worth it I mean but even if you even if you don't get get there you get there at the door for ten dollars I mean you're getting some solid action some solid uh, solid wrestling uh, and there's much stuff to, more stuff to be announced I mean this is kind of a this is just this event's coming up we're a couple weeks a few weeks away from it but Man, it's it's literally like I'm, I'm I can't wait to hear the other announcements. Like even me, I'm asking you guys. Like you know, you're kayfabe with me over here. Oh no, you'll see it. You'll, we're announcing in a couple of weeks. Like all right, all right, I got gotcha. you. You know, so so guys, I'm I'm waiting on uh, on the edge of my seat. Listen to this. So check it out. Go to Epic Wrestling Entertainment on the Facebook page. EWE, A Nightmare on Spring Street, one of other six. So before we talk any further, I got some other questions for you guys. 
I want to first talk about our sponsor. That's right, Color Noble. You go to ColorNobleBrand.com when you use promo code Ringside. You know what happens? You save 10% and you help the Ringside podcast out. Just go to ColorNobleBrand.com. They got their fall lineup just out right now and use promo code Ringside and get the best wrestling apparel today. All right, guys. So let's talk a little bit about you've been in the industry for about a year, a couple of years, four years, go, go. So now, you watch other products. Do y'all watch like WWE? Do you watch TNA or Impact, uh, ROH? Do y'all watch other stuff? Oh yeah, I definitely watch WWE as much as I can. I, I definitely watched All In. And I was really impressed with that show, and I'm trying to get as much indie wrestling as I can. But it's kind of hard because I'm trying to like focus on my thing as well. But yeah, I, 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 I try to watch as much as I can when possible, and it's really hot right now. Like you said earlier, indie wrestling's on a hot year right it now. It is. Go go. What about you? Oh, I get the mic. Good guns. Tits up in here. Um, YouTube has become my favorite friend uh, just because I try to look up more stuff like in AAA in Mexico and um, some more luchador style stuff in Japan, like older stuff, because that's kind of the tradition I'm starting to bring back. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, the um, Lucha uh, Lucha Underground. I'm assuming you're a big fan of that as Mm -hmm. far as uh, now I've watched the first season. I haven't seen any more. Is there four seasons now already? I think. Right. I I think they're on three or four. Yeah. Yeah. That's a different. Well, I like one thing I've seen about that. It's a completely different type of show. It's not really your typical wrestling show. It's more of a drama series show. But I mean, it's really. I mean, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, But uh, I, uh, yeah, I mean, YouTube definitely. It's almost like we we had. I had this conversation uh, before with uh, uh, Ted McNeely was on the show. We talked about how years ago you used to have to order videos and go find matches and all this stuff. It's literally at your fingertips. There's no way for you not to study any old, new, current, whatever. There's no reason for you not to to study the craft and know what it is to become a great wrestler. Um, there's so much out there for you to learn. Um, so, yeah, what about you, Joshy Boy? Man, I'm all about wrestling. If it's wrestling and it's on, it's, it's all me. I'm trying to watch every bit. I'm trying to soak up as much knowledge as possible. His his, his girl here is like shaking his shaking her head like she's uh, she, agreeing one hundred percent. She already yeah. knows. Call her on the way home. She's like, "Hey, what do you want to watch today?" Look, I'm all on it. Any type of wrestling, I want to learn it all. I mean, I'm trying to be the best out of this area. Okay, all right. Well, I mean. You, that's the attitude to have because if you have that attitude and you keep you know moving forward in your craft and you you can be uh, the best out of that and and like I said I've seen your matches like I said, we worked a couple shows together and uh, for some for someone that's only been wrestling for a year I mean that's pretty impressive what you're able to do so far and that, and of course that's that goes to your trainers and stuff like that and what they've done uh, for sure. And my trainers, you know, pushing me that extra mile, you know, yeah. getting them extra reps in, you know, making the commitment to myself and to them to be there every time there's an open door. And, I mean, this goes for everybody right here. I mean, every chance that we've got to get in the ring, we have, like, seized the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And we have took it and we have rolled with it. And when you have opportunities like this in life, they don't come far and in between. So you have to grab it by the balls and go. Yeah, for sure. Do you, uh, do you, who is, uh, yeah, ask each one of y'all, who's y'all's like, uh, current favorite wrestler? Doesn't have to be WWE, it could be independent, whatever. Who's y'all's current favorite wrestler? Obviously, you, yeah, I figured that was yours, but, uh, but, uh, go, go, you go first. Oh, gosh. Uh, current favorite. Um, I'm going to probably say Dolph Ziggler. Okay. Only because, uh, he had just a, I guess his push was mainly because he was such a good seller in the company. He made everything look so amazingly good, even if it was just a very common move set. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what a lot of companies like to see. And so I would kind of start basing uh, some of my training towards his style. 
And so uh, I, then I guess just from watching him so much, it's like, oh, hey, this is one of my favorite guys I get to start watching. Yeah. Josh? Well, man, uh, picking your favorite wrestler, it's next to impossible. It's like picking your favorite kid. Well, well, Josh, we can probably give me an answer for his children. But um, <laughs> um, but for me, it's hard to choose. Like, I'm a real big fan of, in WWE, I guess, probably like Samoa Joe or Kevin Owens. Okay. Just because, like, I don't know if I can see, but I'm a pretty big guy. And seeing those two guys, those two real big guys move around in the ring like that, it gives me, it inspires me to say, like, if they could do that, I, I should give that a shot, man. Because, like, seeing Kevin Owens do freaking moonsaults off the top robot, and I was like, well, how did he do that? I, I need to learn how to do that. And I've seen that stuff, and and not, not just that, but also the way both of them talk on the mic. That's also what I've been studying a lot just to see, like, my, how to make myself better on the mic. It was mm-hmm. like... So those two have inspired me a lot to really start wrestling a lot. Josh, your boy? I, I can answer that. Adam Cole, baby. Did I, did I answer that for you? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he hit, you know, the nail on the head. I mean, my favorite wrestler right now has got to be Adam Cole. I mean, who can dislike, you know, Adam Cole? There's nothing not to like about him. But with him being the favorite, I'm on a real big Pete Dunn push right now. Pete Dunn, I mean, he's doing his thing. I mean, then you got all these local indie stars that are really showing out. You have your Marco Stunt, who was on All In. You have your Ace Austin, who's doing Impact. Trey Miguel, Zach Wentz. I mean, all them guys. I mean, it's just hard to pick, you know, one person, one guy that you like. But if I had to right now, mine would definitely be Adam Cole. All right, so since <laughs> you got to go with the bay bay. So since you're so since you're uh, got the mic right now, we'll go with this question: greatest of all time. Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. All right, okay. The balding guy now. Um, oh, all time. Uh, it's either going to be Jerry Lawler or Ric Flair. That was, that was always my two at Louisville Gardens every Tuesday, Yeah, uh, watching them growing up. I, you know what? And to me, Jerry Lawler is very – I mean, yes, he's – I say underrated, and people's like, no, he's really not. But he kind of is because he's he's not the WBF champion that everyone else was – so he doesn't get put in that – um, what do you call it? The four, the uh, what is that thing called? Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. You know, they're always Flair, Hogan, maybe Steve Austin, or something like that. But they never put Jerry Lawler. But really, I mean, you got to look what he did. I mean, he was a lot of yeah. He he would come to a lot of shows early and put in extra ring time just to help other wrestlers out too. So I yeah. always thought that kind of put him up on that high pedestal of other wrestlers. And he's been on this show, and he gave me an interview for no no reason, just because he's a nice guy. So absolutely, yeah, Jerry Lawler is. Top notch. Well, like I said last time, it, it's impossible to your favorite wrestler. It's like picking your favorite kid. I'll, I'll insert same jokers last time here. Um, but for me, I guess probably Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm, I know I wasn't really alive the time he was at his peak wrestling, but like started started watching wrestling around 2005 or so, and my dad got me this like Macho Man DVD or like Best of DVD or whatever it was. I'm not sure when exactly. My dates could be off. But like I started watching, I was like, "Oh man, this guy's real awesome!" I, I want to start watching this, and I started watching wrestling on TV because of that. And I was I was hooked from there. So Macho Man was one of the reasons I got hooked on the wrestling because my dad loved him so much. So he got me hooked from Macho Man just like he did. So you know, it's funny. So like, <clears throat> of course we're not filming this, but so so the John Ritchie has sits there and goes and wears the Macho Man shirt. So his favorite of all time is Macho Man. Then you go with Joshy Boy, whose current favorite wrestler is Adam Cole. He's wearing an Adam Cole shirt. 
But then what blew my mind was that Gogo had a chance to put himself over wearing a Gogo shirt, and he said no. He went with Michaels, and and uh, and so, but he did not go with with Gogo. Like, I, what I could say, I'm the best in the world, but I, I I'm not up there yet. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, yeah. It, see, I'll be yet, there. Yet, yet, I'm not there yet. Um, so uh, as far as uh, is there anybody? Let's start locally. Okay, because we got we got we got a big. This is a big indie scene. Not only what's going on in Jeffersonville, Indiana, and even Lexington, Indiana, and all the all the shows around, but you got you got you got OVW in Louisville, Kentucky. You've got other stuff, and you got IWA uh, Mid South just up the road to in Indiana. You got all these different close organizations that a lot of indie stuff. So, is there anybody locally that, or maybe even maybe you've worked the same shows together, just not work with that you want to you want to work with, you want to have a match with, you want to work with? Is there anybody out there right now? Oh, uh, definitely. When I started uh, training, it was more with NWA out in Madison, Indiana. And uh, two guys named um, Dustin Jackson and Colton Cage are the bro gods on OVW. Yeah. And I got yeah. to work around with both of them a lot. And seeing as now I'm kind of getting more in the tag team scene, I really kind of want to work those guys down the road sometime. Um, plus, if you've seen them from you know a year ago to where they are now in OVW, they're amazing. Their build, just how they look even, is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Pretty much any – I mean – <laughs> it's amazing what, what in the years all the people in the year of OBW what they look like compared to now from the girls to the guys it, it blows my mind what Al's doing there is pretty amazing um, same question we'll go yo go Josh your boy man there, there's a lot of them that you know I'd love to wrestle just to even just be in the same ring but you know you, you gotta you gotta get there I mean just being in the same locker room as them is you know is an honor yeah if I had to pick Man, that's a put me on the spot right there. Like, what? I don't know, man. There's a lot. I know yeah. there's five or six I can name that I would love to get in the ring with. I mean, you got Ace Austin, Too Tough Tony, Rudy Switchblade. You got all them guys who are like top up there. You got Trey Miguel in this area. I mean, there's there's just too many to guess. Just throw me in like a twelve man scramble. I mean, that that's what I like. Six pack challenge or something like that. Yeah. Twenty man scramble from Battle Royal. Anyway, like Josh Boy said, it's like next to impossible to like name it down like just one person. But like, I like to work with pretty much anyone in the area because I've liked a lot of people in this area. Like pretty much anyone at Grindhouse, I, th- I think could see break out in this scene. Like I've got a lot of people there. I've got Cole County Crusher, Ace Jackson, ZDP, Duke the Nuke, and that's just to name a few. There's a whole lot of others. I can't think of top of my head right now because, as I said, my memory is garbage. Well, <laughs> super kick. Yeah. Oh, okay, super it's because of super yeah, kick. Okay, there's a lot more people from Grindhouse that are that are doing really good right now, and those that are in training right now. Shout out to all of you. Y'all are doing great. I love all y'all except for Josh Boy. Um, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Um, but. Anyone I could get in the ring with. Now, is there anybody right now, like, I know you mentioned who your favorite current wrestler is, and obviously that that pick aside, is there anybody in the start, you know, in the ROH, WWE, NXT, Impact, whatever, uh, that you would say, I want to have a match, besides the, your current favorite wrestler, Somebody you would want to have a match with. Man, the Carnies. Big shout-out to Nick, Iggy, and Carrie Awful. The okay. Carnies. That would be one of my top picks right now. Okay. All right. 
I'm trying to remember the question. Is someone who like we like to face from WWE or are we yeah, somebody like, who's yeah, a, yeah. Who, somebody who's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not not your, and your current wrestler, current favorite wrestler aside, because obviously you definitely would do, want to work with them, but somebody that's that's just you know what they're really good too. I would love to have a match with them and. Yeah, just like I, I would like to wrestle Macho Man, but it would be kind of difficult right now. Well, yeah, um, of course. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> I think he would win. I think he would I lay down. About that. Um, he would probably any, lay down. Anyway, um, for anyone, I would. I mean, like, I would love to work with Chris Jericho down the line. I don't, I don't see that happening, but that that'd be like a dream match of mine to work with Chris Jericho. <laughs> he's man. one of he's one of in my opinion top five best. So okay, yeah, I would yeah. love to work with Chris Jericho if. if if I wouldn't have said Macho Man, Chris Jericho might have been one of the people that I'd say for my favorite wrestler because Chris Jericho has done it all. Yeah. I love Chris Jericho and everything he's done. I guess your turn now, Go-Go. Oh, yeah. Um, Go-Go, Go-Go. My pick would be a little off. Uh, there's a guy named Matt Sedell. A lot of people remember him as Evan Bourne. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah. I think he's doing more stuff in Impact now, but uh, I always kind of liked his style. I would love to like mm-hmm. collaborate with that style in the ring sometime. What, um, didn't he like take one of the greatest RKOs too? Like yes, the there whole was that, uh, shooting star press. Yeah, into an RKO. Oh, gosh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Him, it was like that RKO. Of course, the Seth Rollins one uh, um, from WrestleMania, and there was like a, I believe there's a Jericho one too. It it's just like when you can do some kind of a flip move and oh, it's just amazing. It's, it's really out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's kind of where it came from was stuff like that. But that they haven't born one man. Oh, that's just I can watch it over and over and just it's like perfection. Like just, how, somehow how he does that splash off the top. He gets so much hang time. It's, oh yeah, that's the airborne. That's how his whole gimmick was really right. Created. And the only person that the only person that got pretty much that high and that, that I can think of recently was Neville. I mean, who's back in the Probably. scene now? Uh, but man, that was um, back a few years. I think I put Paul London up there. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Paul London was uh, women-wise that that Carrie Singh. I mean, gosh, she gets high on the double drop. I mean, it's she gets up there. Um, I can't think. I mean, Charlotte does have a good, has a good moonsault, but it's not. I don't think it's as high as I would as like Kurt Angles. Kurt Angles is just like. Almost like a fountain. Like anywhere currently, maybe Velveteen Dream. I'd give a close. Oh yeah, Velveteen Dream. He's got some major jumps when he does like his elbow drop and whatnot. Yeah, Velveteen Dream does good. How? Yeah, he's he's got some airtime too. Uh, it's such a good talent too. I can't wait to see him in the main roster and hopefully Vince doesn't scream over. That, so. There was some show where he actually <clears> had it on his tights. Bring me up, Vince. Yeah, yeah, that was the take. It was the last takeover show. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So, um, so. Uh, well, guys, it's been a pleasure having you having you all on. Um, uh, I guess one more, actually, one more question. Uh, it's hard for you to probably pick it now because you've only had. I mean, you've had a lot. Don't get me wrong, but you've only there's not many to choose from over like your career. So I don't. I wouldn't really say favorite match. You can kind of talk about maybe favorite moment. Um, you've you've dealt with being in the wrestling business. Favorite thing you've got to do. But the main thing is, I want to know what your favorite match as a fan of all time. As far as when we've been in, or just no, just watching as a fan, oh. like. But then I want to hear your. Fa- I want to know your favorite moment, like you've since been in the wrestling business that you've got to be a part of. All right, who wants to go first on this one? I'm gonna need a all second. Right. <laughs> okay, all right. Joshy boy's ready. Joshy boy, you ready? None of us are ever no. ready for that. Here, I'll start. I'll start with the match that I've been in. I guess. Okay. Um, it's probably the most recent one. When I was out in Madison, there was a guy named Wade Parker. Uh, that I wanted to do a lot of work with, and I never got the opportunity to team with him. And then um, sometime in the last few months, I got back with you know different phone calls, exchanges, hey, come to EWE, and we can try and tag there. And 
then he came down and we had a, a match and it went horribly. We lost. And then the very last show that we were on, we actually won as a tag team. And that was like one of my like highlight things. I think I could go through. I was like, wow, you know, we're, we're getting better and you know, we're starting to, you know, really bring something to the tag division for ourselves. Even, um, as far as a match on TV, um, or in per- you could have seen it in person. So. Yeah, the 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 old school pop in me that made me really fanboy was the Lesnar versus Big Show match where the ring broke on SmackDown. I think that was one of the matches I got like so excited for. But just the match in general was even good before that particular moment. Yeah, yeah. As for one of my favorite matches I've seen, um, it was probably Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, the first one on WrestleMania twenty five. Okay, right? yeah, yeah twenty five. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Because, like, around that time, I was starting to watch wrestling less and less. It was starting to be in- disinterested in it. But then I saw that match. I was like, whoa, I'm, I'm sorry. I doubted you wrestling. I'm coming back to you. And you know, that, that match really, really, it really like, reignited my spark to love wrestling again. And I've always loved going back to rewatch that match all the time. And as far as for my favorite moment so far in this business, uh, there's a lot. But the most recent I can think of was me winning the immortal title because, like, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but my mother passed away a couple weeks ago, mm. like, right before the show happened. And we were going to get that title and for her and, and in honor of her. And she, she wanted to see it, but she passed before she could see it. And, and, we, and, and, and I won that title for her. And that was a great moment in the show with me holding that title high for her, knowing that she was watching me, and it was a great moment in my life. Yeah, you, I don't you know? think I, how could anything ever top that. Now, I mean, that, that's like that's like the the, the yeah. that's it, man. That's that's the top of the yeah, mountain see, right there. You should have gone first, Joshy boy. <laughs> yeah, how you gonna now? How you gonna how you gonna go after that? Yeah. I was part of that match. Just, yeah, yeah, here we go. Right, right, um, and you lost. Fair enough. Well, I mean, the twenty is right around the corner, so I mean, yeah, you're yeah. doing a lot of like yeah. the jaw jacking right now. But I mean, right. we'll see. Yeah. You know, in, in seventeen days. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. So, I mean, one of my favorite matches that I've watched. I mean, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate in oh, the yeah. UK tournament. I mean, they're two young, hungry athletes that are there. I could watch that over and over. Uh, best wrestling moment I've had right now. Coming through the curtain and seeing my children cheer for me and seeing their faces light up, I mean, it just does something to you as a wrestler and then as a parent also. So, yes, and I made a terrible mistake because I have an eight-year-old and uh, forgot to tell her. Um, but she, she does, she's not been smart enough to the business yet, so you know, she's still eight. So, um, yeah, um, the last show that I work with you all, uh, well, two of you all, at the end of the match, I'm t- J-Mo's getting tied up. And I'm like taking uh, the 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 ref, uh, what's his name uh, the fixer yeah is gonna go nuts on everybody and he's gonna I'm gonna pull the chair from him so he's gonna take you know, gonna hit me I'm gonna take a bump well I, I I knew that it was gonna happen so I told my buddy who was there you know next to my daughter I was like hey when I go down just grab her and let her know daddy's okay everything's fine well he ended up being away from from her oh, so as soon no. as I got hit and went down she lost it. Like it was, a, it was like she just lost it, and uh, and so I didn't know until I. And it, by the time I seen her, she was fine. But I heard about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, the worst dad of the year. Um, went to her, everything you know, 
Everything was okay. You know, okay. Everything was fine. She she was she was happy. She was good. She knew that was okay. But she kept asking me over and over. She kept saying to me, she goes, hey, um, uh, she kept saying to me, uh, did that guy get arrested? I'm like, no, we did, we did, they just got rid of him and he gets suspended forever. He's never coming back. He's, you know, he didn't get arrested. He should have got arrested. He shouldn't have hit you like that. I'm like, oh, it's okay. I'm not going to press charges. You know, <laughs> but it was like, so I get it. Like seeing your kid, she, she was excited to see me ref and she's going to see me ref, uh, this, uh, coming weekend. So she's excited to see, but it's like, oh crap. I, I kind of forgot. I kind of need to, I need to mention some of that because, you know, as a referee, things happen, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Now, do they do they are they smart enough to the business? I mean, mine are you know eight, seven, seven, and five. So I mean, they they know what they want to know, and then other times they're just they're a hundred percent all in. Literally, they're right there. They're cheering. They're booing. They're ready. They're ready to see something happen. They're all about the action. That's good. I mean, that's that's you know, does that mean you're going to have a uh, a uh, of future wrestlers on your hands? Oh, several, 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 several. One I mean, announcer, one ref. One, one, one announcer, one ref. No, wait, that's you. Oh, oh, oh man. We, we'll see who the jobber is on the 20th. Wow. I mean, this Let's is, talk again about the yeah. 20th. So the 20th, we got, it's it's 1416 Spring Street in Jeffersonville, Indiana, at the arena, EWE's Nightmare on Spring Street, one of the six. One of the other six. I forgot the other. That's the key word. Uh, one of the other six. Doors open at seven. Tickets are just $10 at the door. But if you reach out to these guys in advance or eight bucks. Are you all on Twitter or anything? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Boy underscore two. Okay. Go-go. I'm on Facebook, but apparently I'm on other stuff too. But I don't run those accounts. Like someone else has made them for me. Okay. Well, do you don't so you, so you don't know that? Do you know his? Do you know what his Twitter handle is? I mean, you know, Gogo's just that popular, guys. He's got a social media team. Oh, look at that! And he's real over with the people. <laughs> I don't know what Snapchat is, but apparently I'm on that. You're What's on Snapchat. And then I'm on Facebook as the Josh Ritchie. I'm on. Instagram as the real Josh Ritchie. I'm on Twitter too, but I forgot my Twitter handle. It's the Josh Ritchie or the real Josh. Ritchie. One of the one of the two. I I, I don't get on Twitter that much. But. So I will say this though, because uh, Gogo says he's on social media everywhere and he don't know. I think somebody needs to wake him up before he go goes. All right, so I uh, had to do that one pun. Had to get it in there. There we go. That's it. Now, uh, guys, thanks for coming out uh, on on, be on the show, and uh, I, I'm I'm excited about this show on the 20th. Like I said, I. We talked earlier off off the record about other plans I have, and I'm like like kind of probably maybe canceling that to be there because I've been invited to work it myself. But we'll see how things happen, so we'll go from there. Uh, but uh, yeah, guys, reach out to these and uh, guys, watch check out all the all support all indie wrestling wherever you are all over the world. I know some of you all don't live in this area, but some of you all do. Check it out. But all the if you're in wherever you're at in in all the other states, United States, even in other countries. Guys, check out support your local indie wrestlers. It's all about that. We uh, that's what makes the brand and makes makes wrestling what it is. Is it starts in the indies and then it becomes big in the in WWE. Completely different worlds. Indie wrestling is much different than WWE. WWE is a, is a machine. It's just a, it's entertainment. Like it's it's like Disneyland, and then and then everything else is like Six Flags and other stuff. And you can have just as much fun at those places than you can at Disneyland, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, any last fa- final thoughts? Anything else? I mean, definitely, like, go find all of us on your Twitter, your Facebooks, your Instagrams. I mean, 
follow, 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 share, 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 and we will do the same in return. You know, we, we are here for you all. We, we want to make you all happy, give you all that entertainment for them few hours. So definitely, you know, you find me on Facebook under Joshy Boy. You can find me on Twitter. And just anything else, find me, ask me. I will not be that guy to blow you off. I'll be right there. I'll answer anything you want to ask me. All right. And and be vocal fans. Like let us know what you want to see because sometimes those matches do actually happen and we can make those matches epic. Exciting. Epic. Exciting. Epic. Exciting. Yeah. And entertaining. It, 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 it's a long story with Gogo and Mr. Excitement here. Um anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, guys, again, thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, guys, you can find us all on the podcast avenues, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, a TuneIn Radio app, Spotify. Um, or you can, you know, if you have an Android, you can use the Podcast Attic. Or just go to ringsidepodcast.com. You can listen that way. But anywhere you listen to your podcast, we will. Uh, that's where we're at. And if we're not there, if you use a device or, or a platform and you say, hey, you're not on this platform, tweet at us and we'll make sure we get on that platform for you. 100% we will do that. And like I said, we appreciate all the support. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, as always, in the meantime, in between time, you can always catch us ringside. See ya. Respect, cause ain't nobody breaking this redneck. No, they don't want none. No.